Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, Episode 5. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike Smoothchest Lopez. <laughs> that is a true statement. <laughs> and David Two Arms Tate. Salutations to two of mine best cater cousins. <laughs> Uh, that's weird that was shakespearean i I messed up last week or last time so (laughs) (laughs) yeah they call him two arms because he doesn't just have one that's right he has he has two there are two that's why that's why he's so good at video games (laughs) (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah sure we'll go with that well the the nice podcast we have (laughs) (laughs) the super best friends video game sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming but first what have you gents been playing uh i've been playing two games actually um i am still playing destiny for some reason (laughs) um sometimes (laughs) it's very addictive it's habit forming it is and sometimes i still ask myself why i'm playing it um there is an expansion about to come out like i think it's next week i think it's the week that this podcast drops yeah early uh, december yeah so i'm pretty excited about that but also i just beat the vault of glass for the first time which is i I saw you on twitter saying congratulations Mm -hmm. i hear that's a that's a real toughie it was it was really tough um the funniest okay so here's the thing it uh Vault of Glass is incredibly different than the rest of the game. The rest of the game is you go to a place, uh, you deploy Dinklebot somewhere, he reads something or scans something, and while he's doing that, you defend him. And then while you're, when you kill all the enemies, he just happens to finish what he's doing, and then we, you move on. Um, and it, the timing is crazy like that. That works out exactly the same way every time. <laughs> but, uh, but then this Vault of Glass thing, Dinklebot doesn't say a single word. He's just silent the whole time. Um hmm. Which is in, it's so, and he's not involved. Like you don't go scan anything. It's completely new puzzles, different gameplay. It's it's unbelievable. It was. It's some of the best voice acting that Dinklage did. <laughs> oh. <in the> game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let, let's be clear, D- uh, Peter Dinklage is an amazing actor. I have no he idea. Really is. I have no idea what happened in Destiny. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, anyway, so after beating the Vault of Glass, I'm finally ready to give Destiny a uh, a review score. Um, do you okay. guys want to know okay. what it is? I do. Yes. All right. So, okay. So I thought because Mike gets his own rating, which is uh, tacos, yeah. I wanted yes. to do one of my own. So oh, um, yes. I, I will give Destiny with Vault of Glass four and a half out of five pizzas. Ooh. Ooh. That's a tasty treat. And that's, that's an entire best. pizza, by the way. Four four point five <laughs> entire pizzas. And we're not talking slices. No, no yeah, slices. Yeah. <laughs> no slices. Because <laughs> they're harder to cut in half. <laughs> that's right. Um, so yeah, 4.5 out of 5 pizzas, but, uh, without the Vault of Glass, I would say it was like 4. So, so now- I, I finished it, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5 burritos, but I, to be fair, I never played the Vault of Glass. I didn't really get into the end game mm-hmm. of Destiny, I just, I played, I hit level 20, I beat the story, and I was like, you know what, I, that was awesome, I, and I have a ton of other stuff I want to play right now, so mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely intend on doubling back and mm-hmm. playing more Destiny, um, you know, getting into the end game a bit, and, and maybe even getting to the point where I, I'm competent enough to do the raid. But, mm-hmm. um, but for right now, yeah. Now, David, do you feel like now that you've bested the Vault of Glass, you ready to give Destiny a little bit of a break, or are you still you still heavy into it? Well, I would normally do that, except that there is DLC coming out. You know, like we talked about, so I might hop right back into that. But also, the other game I've been playing is um, 
Sid Meier civilization, uh, what is it, Beyond Earth? Is that what it's called? Beyond Earth? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Beyond Earth? And uh, that game (laughs) is... It's a PC game. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) It's a what? That's that's my jealousy coming out because my PC's ancient. Oh, 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 right, right, right. (laughs) I actually like a bunch of Sid Meier games and I can't play them anymore. Yeah, that is... it's Well, anyway, so it's really fun, and uh, it's just got that addictive one-more-click that everyone talks about. Or, I'm sorry, one-more-turn, and uh, it's it's really fun. So it was, on, it was on sale, you know, Black Friday happened this week, and uh, it was on sale for, like, $32, so... No, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that isn't bad at all. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been playing, uh, still playing Shadow of Mordor, uh, nice. making some good headway. That game, it's so funny because if I don't have time to play for a few days or, or whatever, when I hop back in, I instantly like look at like, oh yeah, that that guy killed me and mm-hmm. I hate him, so I want to go get revenge on him. That's and awesome. inevitably, I'm rusty, and so I'll go and he'll kill me again and get promoted again. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that's been the initial gameplay loop, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta I gotta think this through a little bit better. That's amazing. Before I attack, but then uh, yeah, also been playing the crew beta. Oh, um, the crew beta is super fun. I don't know. It's still going on right now, being that we're recording this on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it should be over by the time this uh, goes live. Um, but yeah, the crew, it's it's open beta, so anyone can download it. Anyone can try it. Um, and uh, yeah, gosh, it's really fun. It's It's just this big open world. You know, you hop into races here and there. Um, there's like little weird challenges that pop up as you're say you're driving hmm. uh to a waypoint that's kind of far away mm-hmm. it, you'll just drive through something and now i'm doing like a slalom challenge like on my way to the next thing oh, it's it cool. really really well thought out i think to kind of kill some of the dead space that can sometimes happen in these open world yeah. racers. so is it anything yeah. like uh remember burnout paradise yeah burnout paradise was awesome is it um, is it like that it reminds me of that, but like way bigger. Oh, okay. Because you can you can basically drive from one end of the country to the other. Oh, wow! Um, and I think there's I can't remember how many cities, but there's like five or six different cities you mm-hmm. can explore. So you can go to New York, you can go to Chicago, you can go to Detroit, wow. you can go uh, down. I think there's a big city down in Florida to explore. L.A. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a bunch of territory. And um, one of the guys, uh, J.T. Carlton, who uh, we we talked to a lot on Twitter, he mm-hmm. was. Uh, posting that he drove from like what the uh, I guess the furthest highest up part of Maine all the way to LA and it took about 45 minutes oh wow so that's really big so he was driving very fast (laughs) (laughs) I mean those are real world numbers right there so (laughs) (laughs) I think so David you've done that drive before yeah yeah 45 45. minutes is easy And then also, um, the other night, Elliot, my son, uh, he got into Transistor. He tried it out for the first time. Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm buying that. And and he got super addicted. Now it's all he talks about. So. That's awesome. Yeah, he's it's giving me a little break from the Pokemon talk um, <laughs> that, I, that he usually is subjecting me to. Do you, do you um, know all the Pokemon, Adam? I don't know any of them. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Not even coughing? I know, I know Pikachu, and uh, there's a Charizard. I know that. That's probably one. I probably know one more than Mike. <laughs> How about Bulbasaur? <laughs> no, I don't, I've never heard of that. One. Uh, I, there's probably a couple other ones that would be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that one. But anyway, um, so yeah, but he's he's hooked on Transistor. He loves it. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited because I love that game too. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Island yeah. and I, uh, we finished Child of Light this morning. Oh, uh, very nice. I haven't had much time to play a lot of stuff, so it was nice to get to finish a game. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that game's game great. Is so f- that's so really, good. really good. Um, to to break from games really quick, I know we don't normally do this. What? But I have to, I have to know. <laughs> because I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but I saw oh. the new trailer, the J.J. Abrams trailer. <laughs> sound you <laughs> and I'm I was, sorry I'm drooling no it's cool and I was like hey that that kind of looks like a fun movie but yeah. given oh, that like, you know what Adam and David they're Star Wars fans like they can tell me if they're either excited or full of nerd rage and so I, just, I was curious what you guys thought there is no I'm not, nerd rage I'm, yeah I'm not really a nerd rager in the beginning but uh but yeah I mean I I watched it this morning it was kind of funny because I knew it was going to be coming out at some point today but i didn't right. know when mm-hmm. and i just i woke up this morning i saw like i had a notification on my phone and it was someone on facebook saying oh yeah have you seen that new trailer yet and i was like oh my gosh and i ran downstairs <laughs> and i like, turned on the ps4 went to the youtube app and i found it and i like i turned off all the lights you know because we had we have like glare from the light in the dining room so i turn off the dining room lights and like crank up the, the the surround sound like everyone be quiet you know like mm-hmm. my uh, my kids are like my daughter says something and i'm like Shh, you know <laughs> my wife gives me this look like you're being a crazy person and i and i realized she's right um but in the moment i didn't care and so okay. We, okay. we watched the trailer like super loud in and on, on the big tv and oh, i'm like man. yes you know? <laughs> it looks so good i, I like really that good. uh before his name ever appears you can tell it's a jj abrams movie it's got like the shaky cam yeah <laughs> although got, i didn't see not the lens flare was not out of control yeah, no so. not an iota of lens flare yeah no right. flares Lightsaber. man it looks fun though <laughs> um yeah. yeah i i actually had a similar viewing experience to adam except uh, so i was like in so all my family was sitting around we're, we're all hanging out at my grandparents this week and uh we were all sitting around the table i was like embedded i could not get out from behind the table but I happen to have my iPad there. We were eating breakfast. I happen to have my iPad, though, and I saw a tweet saying, go watch the Star Wars trailer now. So at first, the servers were slammed, and I couldn't even access it. But then, like, five minutes went by, and I tried again. And uh, all of a sudden, I started playing the trailer, and I fell completely silent. All my family was, like, kind of watching this happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just listening on my tiny little, you know, terrible iPad speakers and... My jaw was open the whole time, and uh, oh, it's, it looks so good! I'm yeah. really excited. And then I just fell silent for the next five minutes, just processing what I had <laughs> just seen. <laughs> it made me laugh, Adam, because you posted that that link pretty early this morning. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. rush off to watch it right away because all of yesterday was filled with nothing but fake Star Wars trailers. Oh, I know. <laughs> so that was really like, oh, hilarious. By I'll, the way, I'll get around to watching it. Like they've been really funny, so I'll, I'll go watch that other fake trailer. I was not expecting a real trailer when, when I started. Oh. <laughs> so did you so, laugh uh, at yeah. all like yeah my, my first the first half of the trailer i was like man these guys are putting on a really high production <laughs> fit trailer <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> oh man so uh, my two favorite shots are the ones with the x-wings and the one oh, with the oh, like over the water it looked really good yes yeah oh, it looks so good so cool yeah so i i can't wait for that i was i just have to watch that teaser you know a couple times a day to tide me over until <laughs> next year in december yeah seriously <laughs> okay, cool. um by the one last question what did you think about the fact that they didn't show at least none that we knew about they didn't show any uh familiar faces i kind of liked that that's yeah, fine i kind of yeah. liked it too yeah i don't i don't I mind. probably I wouldn't don't... recognize most of them anyway oh that's true. yeah because it's you know i'm sure you know come i don't know 
March or April or whenever summer movie season hits and we start getting like real trailers for it, mm-hmm. um, then yeah, I imagine they'll have like a big, you know, cheer worthy moment where we see Harrison Ford as, uh, as Han Solo. Oh, I can't wait so. for that. He's going to be the angriest Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he'll still have his earring. Oh, no, I, I sure it. hope so. <laughs> I really doubt it. I really doubt it. But I uh, seriously, Han Solo is one of my favorite characters ever of all time. So I yeah. cannot wait to see more Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. All right. So first item on the news that I have here is uh, PlayStation Plus December games were revealed. Yes. Um, yep. Which is very exciting. Um, they should be available tomorrow, quote unquote, December 7th or 2nd. Um, Injustice Gods Among Us hits PS4 for free. Uh, Secret Ponchos. Really excited <laughs> about Secret Ponchos. Yeah. That looks so rad. <laughs> That's uh, such it's, a funny uh, name. Yeah, it's just like an online battle arena kind of thing, and you have all these various types of of gunslingers to choose from, and it looks really cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, so that's actually, I've been watching that one for a while, Um, just, you know, whenever a video would pop up or a little blurb about it. And then when I heard it was going to be free on on PlayStation Plus, I got pretty excited. So it's finally coming. I'm excited. And that's PS4? Yeah, PS4. Yeah, that's PS4. Awesome. Uh, Hitman HD Trilogy hits PS3. Deadly Premonition Director's Cut hits PS3. Um, Final Horizon Vita. Um, that is like a two-minute tower defense kind of game. So it takes like the popular tower defense genre and, oh. and condenses it down to these little snippets. So yeah, that'd be perfect I've for Vita. That I think. That'd be fun. I played it on Steam, I think. It's pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that'll be free. And then Titan Attacks, which is oh. like a pixel art shoot 'em up kind of thing. Oh, that's, that's the also one. Hitting Vita. Never mind. That's the one I think I've played. check your facts tito i'm sorry (laughs) all right (laughs) so (laughs) all right anyway um the recent releases uh of course since we last recorded some big stuff has come out yep uh gta 5 hit next gen so it's on ps4 and xbox one now can't wait to get that yeah it's pretty sweet um i i don't have it yet of course did either Uh, guys play that on the on the previous gen or pc yeah Yeah. just waiting for the uh I played it on PS3, and I think we talked about this last episode. I played it; the frame rate was really low. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, bugged me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't play it at all, um, so I'm excited about that. And then Far Cry 4 came out. Yeah, definitely getting that one. Yeah, and that we'll talk about that one a bit more later uh, in the show. But also, Little Big Planet 3 came out, and that one is kind of getting more mixed reviews, just because I guess it it was a little buggy, you know. Yeah, and also they say they say that it was like kind of disappointing and. They have all these new characters, but like you, there's you know they only dedicate entire levels to that character. You don't get to like swap between them and stuff like that. And um, mm. a lot of reviewers were saying that was that felt like a, like a missed opportunity. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you do? I probably won't get uh, that one. Sadly, here's something. You guys remember way back in episode one at the beginning of October uh, when we talked about Drive Club PS Plus edition coming out? Oh, I don't. I don't know if I can remember that far back. So no. Remember that? Remember like two months ago when that was coming out, and it's still not out for it's, PlayStation yeah, Plus. Yeah, that ringing those a bell. poor guys. <laughs> I know. I feel bad, especially after playing the crew. I was like, oh, this is how it's done right here. This is awesome. Yeah, I, I can see other people zipping around, and and like I'm I'm crashing into people and just having a good time, and and yeah. So somehow they had it figured out, but Drive Club not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so um, okay. So yesterday was Thanksgiving Day. You know, we're we're 
We're taking a peek behind the curtain here. Yeah, yesterday as of recording time, you guys are probably yes. like, what? Oh, that was Thursday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so this is, this is behind the curtain a bit. This is not a live show. What? Um, <laughs> I know. It's shocking. Fun, it's shocking, but it's true. Fun fact about that. My mother-in-law, when she found out that I was recording a podcast, asked if she could call in. To ask <laughs> what would she ask about? Oh, I have no idea. People. No idea. <laughs> old people are so confused. And adorable. And adorable. <laughs> um, so yesterday was uh, Thanksgiving. I ate a massive amount of turkey and mm. fixings and all that good stuff. And then... Right afterward, we were like, you know what? We don't want to get up early tomorrow to get some sweet Black Friday deals. Let's go tonight. Oh, man. So usually <laughs> I'm kind of against uh, against the Thanksgiving shopping. I'm like, no, you should be with your family, man. You shouldn't shouldn't be running out supporting all this commercialism, man. That's BS, man. Are you a hippie usually? Yeah, so usually, I, <laughs> usually I'm a hippie. <laughs> but anyway, but we're like, you know what? Let's just try it out. Let's see. Because, you know, we were basically heading home uh, after eating Thanksgiving dinner. And um, we were just going to go set up the Christmas tree and get a jump on decorating and stuff. But we, we stop off. We stop at, like, you know, a couple of stores. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just pop into Best Buy real quick. I just, I'll just check out. I wasn't even familiar with what they had on sale for the, the mm-hmm. doorbuster deals or whatever. But I was like, you know, let's we'll try it real quick. So I go in. Um, it's mayhem. The whole store <laughs> reeks of B.O. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what it is about a Best Buy, but at a certain capacity level, uh, <laughs> it, the entire store reaches a point of saturation. Oh, I remember those days. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so you, you walk in and it's just B.O. And, you know, it, I feel I pity all the people around me because the people who work there, they have to just sit in it. Oh. But also, I'm disturbed by the fact that they can't smell it anymore. Yeah. Because their noses have adjusted to B.O. <laughs> but, Anyway, so I, I walk in there and I start peeking around and I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition. It's like, it's like 25 bucks. Oh, that's a good deal. Like, okay. So I, yeah, I, put that, I, I put that on, under my arm and then I'm like, oh, Diablo 3 Ultimate Evil Edition, 30 bucks. So I, put that, I put that under my arm and then uh, the wife comes over with Knack uh, for my son and she's like, hey, do you want to get this for him for Christmas? And I was like, yeah, it's 20 bucks. You know, so put that under my arm. And then I, I, I look in the actual ad and I'm like, oh gosh, they have the Evil Within for like 25 or 30 bucks or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, so I, I go looking for it, can't find it. I go talk to the online pickup people and they had it. So I grabbed it. And I, so I got all four of those games wow. for, for dirt cheap and it was funny i put a little tweet up about it but yeah i did not expect it all to walk out of there with four ps4 games <laughs> but what's yeah, it so, like to be a rich man adam yeah <laughs> tell me so i we, i spent basically a hundred bucks and got four games so that's wow. pretty awesome that's yeah amazing. so pretty sweet score yeah. uh, yesterday <laughs> meanwhile today uh, on black because okay so let me let me say something black friday has been a bit of a disappointment for me none of the games i want to buy are on sale and I'm yeah. sad. And uh, I, you know, I think one of the reasons is because they, instead of Black Friday, it's been like Black Thanksgiving time. Like <laughs> Black Friday has happened for the last like week and a half. It feels. Like. Yeah, it's like pre Black Friday this, pre Black Friday that. Yeah. yeah, put down your turkey and and buy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but David, I don't know if you know about this. Okay. But Mike and I have kind of a big announcement. What? Mm. Yes. <laughs> We're we're quitting the podcast. What? No, no. It's over. <laughs> it was a fun ride. No, is it um, all on we, my shoulders now? So Mike and I listened to. It's all on your shoulders now. Dude. 
<laughs> Mike and I listened to a little podcast uh, called Beyond. It's the IGN PlayStation podcast. Uh-huh. And um, old Greg Miller was mm-hmm. handing out some PlayStation Experience tickets on the show. And he was uh, b- basically, he was saying, hey, if you want to try to win these, just email in, you know, with this uh, subject line, etc." Mm-hmm. So I didn't think anything of it. I send, I try to win things all the time. I never win anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mike, uh, we're sitting at lunch and Mike tells me, oh my gosh, I just won tickets. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, and I was like, oh, you know, I forgot to email, you know? And so I actually, I sent the email right then that moment. And maybe because he's a Lopez and I'm a Redding, I'm further down the, the alphabet <laughs> list or something. But like a half hour later, I won tickets too. What? Yeah. That's so, right. Beyond listeners. We stole them all. <laughs> we stole them all. <laughs> so, Thank you very much to Mr. Greg Miller yeah. for hooking us up with PlayStation Experience tickets. I'm going to be in Vegas um, this next week. Just wow. ha- happenstance, I'm going to be there that week. Yeah, and, uh, I have some arrangements to make, but I'm going to do my darndest. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be there as well. That's, That's awesome. crazy. That's so, awesome. So we're going to be... You need to fly out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And come with us. It'll be fun. Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll just go uh, do that real quick. Let me go buy a like, $2,000 plane ticket really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that. What you need to do is buy one of those $80,000 jetpacks that they have down in Australia. <laughs> Get one of those and fly, fly here. Rocket here. Yeah, rocket right to Vegas in my own personal <laughs> jetpack. <laughs> this is totally within my realm of possibility. I think this is this is a very realistic, doable plan. <laughs> All, right. All right, see you guys uh, next last- week. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm really excited uh, to try out Bloodborne and maybe see some new Uncharted footage. Um, oh, that would be awesome! Arkham Knight. Uh, You'll no get to Man's play the Sky. planet side. You'll get to play the yeah. planet side beta. Exactly. Arkham Knight will be there. Um, no Man's Sky. So there's a ton of games that I'm looking forward to that are going to be there. So man, so look forward to a huge playstation rundown next episode i guess yeah huh? next yeah exactly next episode yeah. we'll have all the goods from playstation experience should be great uh some hands-on impressions etc so nice that is super cool uh, last item i wanted to mention was uh tomorrow december 2nd uh telltale's game of thrones episode one hits which is awesome Woo! yeah, yeah. i'm i'm really behind on my telltale uh, i haven't played the wolf among us or walking dead season oh two you gotta play yet. wolf among us like right yeah. now yeah I, I i just bought it on uh on playstation store so we will see i'll be i'll be playing that soon that's real good uh, yeah i'm excited yeah it looks cool but like with all telltale games i'm gonna wait till all the episodes are out and binge my way through that yeah i i usually do that too so good call all right you guys ready to hop into some twitter quick questions let's hop right into those questions Let's do this. All right. So um, we have the first question is from Mr. Hambodini. <laughs> That's such a great Hambo- name. Hambodini. <laughs> That's a great name. Um, it goes by Hambone on the internet. Uh, okay. His name is Brian uh, from the Dads of Destiny podcast. Is he a little bit of a magician? <laughs> I, I the, great so. <laughs> the great Hambodini. The great Hambodini. Eats ham magically. Um <laughs> All of his chicks involve ham. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the heavier magicians you'll see in Vegas. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I I apologize, Brian, if you hate if you hate ham or if you're kosher. 
Um, but anyway, Brian from Dad's <laughs> Destiny podcast, which is a, a fantastic show. I checked it out. Um, it's it's very in depth. Uh, because it's focused on destiny and it's a bunch of dudes that, you know, just all having a brewski and <laughs> talking like the ins and outs, the in-depth uh, strategies. And uh, is there the a lot of math greatest that maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but anyway, um, his question is why does the gaming industry continue to release games that are unfinished bug ridden or lacking content? Mm. Um, the examples he gives are um, battlefield four destiny, Call of Duty, Halo, uh, Master Chief Collection. Mm. So, because we think? let them <laughs> yeah, keep exactly. buying these broken games. That is exactly the reason we keep pre-ordering. We keep buying them. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think I think I don't think that'll I don't think that'll stop until we stop uh, putting up with it. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I feel like the ability for them to be able to patch games now just makes it so easy to just push out on release date, even if maybe it still needs some polish. Um, but we all still keep buying these broken games. Assassin's yeah. Creed Unity is so like crazy, even after reviews were uh, coming out saying like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really buggy. Like know what you're getting into. And yeah. Yeah, nobody cares. We deserve <laughs> yeah. this. It's our own fault. It's our own fault. <laughs> yeah. It's like the patching thing is a blessing and a curse. I was it thinking is. the exact same thing, Mike, uh, just because like, you know, uh, it, it, back in the day, it's like they release a game on the super Nintendo what they ship is what everyone gets forever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah. That's it. It's like, it had to be great, you know? And now it's like, well, we'll ship it. It's fine. We, we, we need to do a day one patch yeah. obviously because all this stuff is broken. Maybe that day one patch will fix this stuff. Maybe it yeah. won't. You know, and, and I feel like all these studios, like we give them a lot of flack, but um, I don't think anyone's trying to put a bad game out or anyone, you know, is trying to intentionally like screw anybody over. But right. I think it's, it's not- one of those things like, these games are super expensive. We have to hit this holiday deadline and get this thing sold to make some money back. And whatever's, you know, really broken, we'll just patch it and fix it and mm-hmm. hope for the best kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think there, there's this whole machine in place and games yeah. are so expensive to make. And there's really just, you know, a handful of these massive, uh, third party publishers. You know, now we have, we have EA, we have Ubisoft and Activision. Activision, yeah, yeah, those those three are like the only ones who are not Microsoft and Sony who are making a lot of money in the games business right now. And so, yeah, if they have this whole marketing machine in place, and if it's getting down to you know the deadline, and it's like, okay, well, we need we got to ship this because we're expecting to we have to press like nine million of these games, you know, before X date, you know, right. mm-hmm. then it's like then they have to sh- basically ship these unfinished pro- uh, products and keep working you know, behind the scenes to get that day one patch ready that will fix the rest of the problems that we're still being worked on, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, sometimes it's fine, but other times, especially with these multi- online multiplayer heavy games, you know, it seems like every day you hear, oh, all the servers are down for, you know, Halo is shipped and none of the, you can't find a match, you know? Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Battlefield was notoriously awful, um, uh, as far as like you know playing online and stuff so yeah i i actually own that game and i experienced all the rubber banding and all of the just crazy server issues and uh yeah i was pretty pretty disappointed with that yeah it's a bummer i mean and i think you know we've talked about it before but destiny um it was reported you know that some of the story was kind of cut you know toward the end because they didn't maybe have enough time to make it work i have no idea um mm-hmm. uh, 
But uh, yeah, so it's it's one of those things. It just comes down to finances. It's such an expensive, risky business that um, you know people are pushing it out. But yeah, like Mike said, it's because we let them do it. If if we kind of held them to the same standards we did back in the day, where you know, the, if the game is broken when they ship it, it gets returned. But now it's like people have more patience. Oh, it'll get fixed. You know. Yeah. Plus, you, plus, you can't really return games anymore. Like, uh, like a lot of places have this like no open software policy, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, you can exchange like for like, but you can't. It's like, oh, this this thing stinks or it's broken. Mm-hmm. Like, I want money back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes you can go direct through the the publisher and do that. Like, oh, I know a lot of times yeah. EA will allow you to to send your game back in like with a copy of the receipt and they will refund you something but um it's really difficult to get that kind of stuff done it's very uncommon it has to be like like, really broken (laughs) sounds like it takes forever i'm out (laughs) (laughs) the other side of that question uh was posed by crash jordan mr jordan allen um he said uh what do you think was the most polished release of the year and you know what's sad about this question it was really hard for me to think of an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You I know, because everything I thought of, like, oh, yeah, yeah. no, that was kind of broken, but then it got fixed. And no, you know, that one was, that one's still broken. And <laughs> maybe it's because you know? there's not like a robust online component. But, you know, I, I bought Child of Light this year and, and I had no problems with it at all. And that's not like a huge, ambitious game, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. but man, that game was awesome. And yeah, yeah it was rock I didn't solid. have any problems from, from the day of install. Yeah. My answer for this one is probably Mario Kart 8. Um, that game is just so polished and I I think it just goes back to that Nintendo mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, they've been doing this for so long and they, they actually have no problem delaying games, uh, until they're ready, you know, like they will just delay and delay and like, and then it's finally ready when it comes out It is so polished and so solid. Those guys are just masters at doing that, you know, just put, you know, uh, it's that auteur kind of, uh, or just that masterful development thing. They take very much pride in their work. You know, they don't want to mm-hmm. ship something that's broken that needs to still be fixed. You know, mm-hmm. they don't even really do patches until the Wii U. Like, um, you know, like, and that's much to the chagrin of some Smash Brothers players. Like, they never patched really <laughs> any of the balance in uh, Super Smash Brothers on the Wii. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but this, th- you know, they're actually doing that on this version of Smash Brothers. So it's really um, kind of funny. I, I think that's. Just I, I almost feel like. Yeah, no, I almost feel like Nintendo being behind the times as far as uh, like a robust uh, game network goes is kind of working in their favor mm-hmm. as far as when they put out a product, they start treating their products like there is going to be no patches. Like this is right, the final right. version. This is what you're getting. So I don't, it works for them. Yeah. Yep. So that would be my answer. Yeah. Um, I think my answer, and this is kind of funny. My answer is actually really interesting. Uh, my answer is Diablo 3 Ultimate Evil Edition. Um, that game has just been super polished. All the menus are streamlined and, you know, like everything makes sense. No crashes. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to start playing that. Yeah, it's really fun. Actually, we'll have to play some together. I didn't even know that you had it, so. Well, Indeed. Well, well he I just got it. it. I didn't have <laughs> it. His, with his yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, but what's funny about that is when Diablo 3 was originally released on PC, it was yeah. a bit of a mess. It, I it was that. broken too. Yeah, it yeah. was a huge fiasco. <laughs> so that game benefited from a release on PC several years in the in, you know previous. And then I heard the PS3 version that released last year wasn't that great. It was good, but it wasn't like perfect. And so you know this is basically version three of Diablo three. That's that's very true. But it was really they've polished. had a lot of time <laughs> to refine that game and iterate. So yeah, that's pretty cool. 
Um, all right. So uh, Tom C. Hughes, 1991, he writes in, um, what classic game would you love to be able to play again? Oh, that's a funny yeah, question because I, have... I, I still go back and play my classic games like all the time. Yeah, Mike, you'll see Mike with his phone out and like, oh, what are you doing? He's, oh, I'm playing, oh, through, Chrono, playing yeah, through Chrono Trigger playing Chrono again Trigger on my for emulator. the 20th time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, are every, there any games, though, Mike, that you years. can't play? Yeah, I think that would be a good way to approach this question, like a, a game that's maybe not readily available on the platforms that you currently use, you know, because emulators, there's, it's like a gray area. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, so the, the thing is, I, I don't feel bad about it because I keep all my old stuff. So I have all my old SNES cartridges sitting up on my shelf. Oh, if I feel right, like right. playing, you know, um, a PS2 game or a PS1 game with my emulator, like I still have those discs. I pop them into my PC in order to run them. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I'd probably I'd love to be able to play Crash Bandicoot uh oh, yeah. on the like on the uh the old PS4. That'd be sweet. Have you yeah, checked those PS1 classics? Awesome. Is it not on there? I I don't know if PS1 classics are on PS4 yet. There it, I may be able to get it on PS3. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. But who wants to do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those poor PS3 users. But But also, okay, so actually my answer is along those lines too. Um but what's interesting is you actually can buy this game on the the PS3 uh PS1 classics thing um Parappa the Rapper and oh, uh, nice. Jammer Lammy like you can buy those <laughs> Such however yeah however modern technology makes that game virtually impossible to play now because what? HDMI has some input uh cuz our controllers have input oh, lag now yeah. and and HDMI in, uh introduces input lag so when you push the button there's like a noticeable delay between his uh, saying it and you oh, pushing that's a, it that's a uh, yeah, that's that's why when you play rock band you can you actually go through the configuration and you watch the little visual cue and, and it offsets it by mm-hmm. x amount of milliseconds you know yeah but if you start messing up like crazy in rock band it sounds awful because it has no idea when you've started playing correctly again and so you have to like endure like 50 milliseconds of no track even though you're playing right and um, unbearable <laughs> but yeah like that does, it completely doesn't work with parappa where you're supposed to be able to like freelance and or i'm sorry freestyle yeah and uh you know do all kinds of crazy fun stuff so Kick, punch chop the flower into the bowl however our friend of the show eric has that game <laughs> by the way that was a nice callback um <laughs> that that game first of all game has the, some of the best music ever in a video game it's just fun. yeah it's so um good. but uh our friend of the show eric bought that game for Vita and has been playing it on his uh, commute into work every morning. And um, he says that's probably the best. And that is probably the best way to experience it because the Vita has the screen all in one. And, yeah. Uh, okay. So there's none of that delay. Oh, yeah. So smart. I'll have to check that out on, on so- Vita. I saw it on the, in the PS1 Classics. I was just like, man, I wish I could get an HD remake of this. Yeah. Because I, the, the graphics are so jaggy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it looks terrible. It really looks um, bad, but I'm sure it's fun. So if anyone wants to buy me a Vita and uh, Parappa the Rapper, I would gladly accept that. So Excellent. <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of all that rapping I was just doing... Um, <laughs> We have another an encore question from Just Illa. Just Illa, yeah. Just Illa. <laughs> um, <laughs> what game eclipses all other games in its series the most? Oh, that's Wait. a hard question. That's a, that's a really good question. No, I, I took, talking about I took a like few minutes. individual like game series, like Uncharted as a series. Or... Yeah, and then what's okay. the game? Of course, that would be probably Uncharted. Uncharted two. two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. it eclipses Uncharted. the rest. Uncharted. 
too. I think with a lot of people you talk to, you say, okay, oh yeah, did you like, did you play Uncharted? Yeah, I played all three of them. Like, oh, I loved Uncharted 3. No, 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 no. Uncharted 2. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth about Uncharted 3. But uh, for me, it was um, Super Metroid. Because, oh, yeah. That's, that's that easily the best game answer. in that series. Super Metroid, um, that game, gosh, it just has so much praise. It's still, I mean, I have it on the Wii U Virtual Console. Um, it's still so good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just... Okay. It's, it's one of those games that, you know, even though I don't, gosh, I don't know how many Metroid games have been made at this point, but that game, that still, game is still awesome. Yeah. It still stands as probably the top, top of the stack by yeah. far. Okay. Yeah. By and, that you know, it's then, funny because a lot of people would probably say prime is their best Metroid game, but nope. I, even I don't, I agree completely with Adam. I love super Metroid and that's the one for me. So yeah, I would say, wrong. uh, <laughs> legend of Zelda, uh, link to the past. Yeah, that is the oh. best Zelda game ever made. Man, that's it's a little controversial too. Down. Nope. A lot of people would say <laughs> nope, nope. time. Like, nope. No one agrees. <laughs> no one agrees. <laughs> no, I'm. No, I'm Ocarina kind of, of Time. Don't be wrong. Ocarina of Time is it's fun. It's a great game. But yeah. Link to the Past, man, that's that's on my list of games. Like every two or three years, I go back and I play that again. Yeah. Well, I completely agree with you. I love that game. So so far, you guys are both correct in my book. <laughs> um, for me, I would say, and my, it's funny, we all went back to Super Nintendo. Mine is Super Mario World. I just oh, think, oh yeah, I, yeah. I like some people would say Super Mario Brothers three, but I personally, no, I, I yeah. just love Super Mario World. I love how huge the world is. Yoshi's amazing. Yeah. Um, the cape is amazing. Uh, I, I think I think that one's controversial in a way too, just because I feel like a lot of people would say uh, Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> No, but it's I, either I agree with you. It's no, either Super the Super Nintendo. That's, that's the one. Yeah, yeah it's I either agree. the Super Nintendo version of the game or the N sixty four version of the game. <laughs> Those are the only you know games that all exist. of these. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put money down. It says a lot of this probably depends on how old you are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, I'm true. an old man, so it's pretty old. It's my jam. You guys are listening right. to a bunch of old guys talking. Old timers. So. Back in oh. my day, Super Mario World <laughs> was the best. <laughs> 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 and then the last question we have is from that geeky gal, Ashley. Ashley, uh, friend of the show. Yes. Yeah. Friend of the show. Uh, she writes in, thoughts on games transitioning into film. Oh, quite a, that's quite a depressing a, topic. Yeah, <laughs> quite a colorful and campy past, but some promise for the future. Wow movie, anyone? Yeah. I actually, I'm really excited about the the World of Warcraft movie. Um, I'm a big fan of Duncan Jones. I think both of his movies have been really good so far. Plus, his dad is David Bowie, so how can he be not awesome? He he uh, automatically gets awesome points. That's right, right there. You do, yeah. The uh, what is it? The uh, the League of Calamitous Intent. Uh, <laughs> the, guild. The, the guild the guild the guild i apologize um but yeah how embarrassing just, for you just for our listeners and for me who don't know duncan jones like what what movies might we have seen him helming uh well he wrote and directed uh the movie moon with sam rockwell oh that was a great movie which was just amazing and then he also he didn't write this one but he directed a movie called source code starring uh jake gyllenhaal oh, yeah. jake gyllenhaal and that was not bad i liked yeah. it he based, I think he inherited that movie from someone else, but I mean, I think he did a really good job. That movie was super entertaining. Yeah, it was very entertaining. It wasn't one that I would like went out and bought immediately on Blu-ray or anything, but like that was definitely. I had a great time watching it. Yeah, for it's sure. a, it's just fun. Um, but Moon is definitely that's one I would own. Yeah, I haven't um, seen either one of those movies, so I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sh- I think you should watch Moon if if you Are they on uh, Netflix. Uh, it used Moon to be. might be. Yeah, okay. Moon. I think had a stint. It did a run. 
<laughs> did its on, run uh, on Netflix. I'll look it up. I'll find it. I'll find it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Duncan Jones also, he is really active on Twitter, and he's also a really, uh, like, he's open with how nerdy he is. And, uh, like, so when he st- first started visiting the Blizzard offices, getting ready to do the World of Warcraft movie, he was just, like, nerding out all the time on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, and actually, you know, it's cool is he's actually responded to me a few times on Twitter. And I just like when people do that. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. So, You're famous. You're famous, David. No, I'm yeah. not famous. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd like to see those movies happen, but I always just am so terrified whenever I see a franchise I love. And like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to take that whole Uncharted series, we're going to boil it down to a single movie. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's like Starring mm, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. I'm so glad that that's not happening <laughs> I'm anymore. really glad that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I... After I saw District 9, I was like, man, I wish Neil Blomkamp would have made that Halo movie. Oh, I know. He, that would have been so freaking did good. Did you see the little short version that he made for that? Yeah. For Mike? That was so good. I, saw, I, I think it is possible to get a really good video game movie. I think, you know, and there's, there's kind of an interesting discussion uh, just beyond existing franchises um, being adapted into films. Like, I, like right now we have on... On the horizon, we have the Last of Us movie, which I think because because Neil Druckmann is penning the script and co-producing it with uh, Bruce Straley, I I feel like this movie, if any movie has a chance, it's probably that one as far as games to film. Now, how do you guys feel about that that movie in particular? Because from my understanding, the last article I read on that is they're basically going to do the exact same story from the game. This is going to be like a different uh, story. It's that story. I mean, obviously condensed into movie form. I just okay so this is this is the part where I do feel a little weird about it like World of Warcraft the story is there but it's like kind of you have to really try hard to find it I at right. least from my experience um but like Last of Us is 100% about the story and so I don't know I, I don't know yeah, if I, it needs to be retold That's well I, I agree with you and I, and I feel weird about them trying to maybe recreate some of those moments that I've already experienced in yeah. in that game so And I I don't really have a problem with that cuz if you think about um all of the greatest or I won't say all but a lot of the greatest movies in existence were adapted from a different medium you know like from novels or something you know so Yeah, yeah. but I, I think there's that visual component like I've already seen and heard you know Troy Baker's performance of Joel and yeah, now they I'm going to get somebody else doing that like exact smell. same thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Smell-o-vision. <laughs> like, so yeah, that, that is, that's exactly what I was going to say, too. Like, you know, comic book adaptations, you have, like, a frame here and there, you know, right. and no audio. And then mo- books, you just have your imagination. But video games and movies are pretty similar. Like, there's yeah, only... Yeah, they're both visual, like, yeah. and audio mediums. Like, I've already heard and seen these things in motion. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I have concerns. I mean, it I could be, I'm, it could I'm be happy good. that they're making all the right steps uh, yeah. with, like, Neil Druckmann, you know, directing or screen uh, writing this thing. But, um, yeah, I still... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just now, love that game here's, a lot. Here's my... This is my ultimate uh, thing that I love the most as far as video games influencing film is when people take either visual inspiration from or just um, kind of systemic inspiration from uh, games and translate that into film. So, like, Oh, you mean like with the the Doom movie? No, no, no. No, not that. (laughs) Starring The Rock. No, but what I'm talking about is um, that film... um, Oh, gosh, Snowpiercer. Okay, so Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, that's a crazy movie. I haven't yeah, seen it yet. Okay, it's, so on the, should, it's on the Netflix. You should I watch know. that movie. 
Uh, Snowpiercer is really good. It's it's very interesting. But if you watch that film and you've played the game Bioshock, you will pick up on a lot of visual cues that they borrowed. Like mm-hmm. there's one train car that is like an aquarium over their heads. It looks very much like the halls in Rapture. Huh. Um, so there's a lot of little visual cues you'll pick up from uh, from that film. But also, I don't know if you guys watched Edge of Tomorrow. Yes, that you, movie is one of my favorite movies. Of Edge of the last Tomorrow. Yeah, and, and and Edge of Tomorrow took it to the extreme. It, it was very much I felt like I was playing an old school NES game while I was watching that movie yeah. because it was that whole thing of, you know, fail, fail, fail and memorize, memorize, memorize. Yep. And that's the only way they progress is is to keep memorizing. And and it yeah, it was just like this very video gamey vibe the whole time you're watching it. That's what made it so awesome for me. Um and then yeah. like the the other example I have is another Neil Blomkamp uh thing which as i was watching district nine um i was sitting there and i was like toward the end of that he's gotten all these amazing power-ups and like that's true it it felt very much like i was watching just the most ba game of all time you know so i was uh sorry siri's talking to me hang on (laughs) siri did you bring a date siri we're podcasting (laughs) she likes to interrupt me i'm sorry guys But anyway, that's all I have to say about games and movies. I like the adaptations so far have been kind of underwhelming that yeah. we've seen, um, you know, with very few exceptions. Um, but you know, I think there's hope. Um, but I'm actually way more interested in seeing games influence uh, film in these other ways that I was talking yeah. about. So yeah, I, so overall creativity for me trumps replication. I, I think yeah, I would prefer to see something inspired by than something exactly the same. I'm as. with you. I agree. So, but you know, I I, I do think there there will be some good ones. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm I gonna keep an open mind about Warcraft, it. So yeah, yep. And of course, we all know the greatest and best video game adaptation film of all time. The Super, Super Mario Brothers. Brothers. Yes. <laughs> I was going to go with Street Fighter the movie, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Uh, Mar- Dennis uh, Hopper Jean as Jean-Claude Bowser. Van Damme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a real American soldier right there. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have that French accent? Don't worry about that. He's so American, he's French. Or Belgium. He's, Bel- he's from oh, Belgium, Oh, is he? Right? Oh, yeah, something yeah. like that. Oops. Anyway, I apologize. All of our American to- soldiers have that accent and do splits <laughs> That's the at any given they moment. Teach them. <laughs> <laughs> Basic training. All right, do the splits. You can't do the splits. Give me forty, and then do the splits. <laughs> Right. You guys ready to hop into our meat and potatoes I topics? Think we better. Mm, yeah, it's so already ready. been it's already been quite a while. <laughs> All right, uh, Mike, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. My topic should be super short because uh, you know I figured this will be airing uh, right into December, so I wanted to hear you guys your Christmas wish list. What are games that you are? Adam, this might be tougher for you because you just shortened your list by quite a bit. <laughs> I just blew through like 80% of my list, yeah. but I still have a few. But what are you hoping to get for Christmas? Uh, video game related, of course. Uh, yeah, go. I would love... Well, okay, and I'll back up a tad. Um, I was walking into Best Buy and Amazon and all these other... You, you know, walked into you Amazon? You walked into Amazon? I, I my buddy Seth the... works there. Say hi. <laughs> I walked into the Amazon. <laughs> and they had zero games there. Yeah, so it's weird. I, I it said, was all just I said, jungle. I said, forget it. I'm going to the Best Buy. So, 
<laughs> this is crazy. Anyway, um, but yeah, I was faced with a choice. I I was like, okay, I, if I grabbed all my monies together and I scooped them all into a pile, um, I would probably have enough to get an Xbox One. Um, oh. However, the only two bundles out there that were 329 which that was the one that I was thinking I could probably swing, mm-hmm. uh, were the Assassin's Creed Unity bundle or the Halo Master Chief Collection bundle. Boo. And both of those games are crazy broken right now. So I was like, yeah. I don't want my only game on the new console to be this broken thing that I'm not going to be able to play for a while. So yeah. is the Sunset uh, Overdrive bundle is that more pricey? That is completely sold out everywhere. Oh, I was okay. thinking about that one is. for sure. Yeah, that, that um, makes sense. And it came with that awesome white Xbox One. Yeah, but, uh, that'd be cool. But anyway, so the other option, you know, aside from buy the console with one broken game <laughs> is uh, was to um, see about getting a ton of awesome games, which is the option I took. So mm-hmm. anyway, I got all the ones I talked about earlier. And then um, still on my list is Walking Dead Season 2, mm-hmm. uh, Far Cry 4, and Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two of those games coincide with mine. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition for me, Far Cry 4, Grand Theft Auto 5, and I feel like there's one more that I can't remember. Um, Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I was telling David uh, before the, we started recording, yeah, I'm just kind of hoping that my son gets a Smash Brothers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, and what nice. I, I kind of want to, it, this is going to sound weird because I almost never rent games, but I kind of want to rent GTA 5 first. Oh. Um, just because I kind of don't like really douchey uh, characters, <laughs> and the, everything I see is like, oh, the characters are the worst. They just yeah, like that's kind of why so I sleazy the whole time. <laughs> Actually, like, oh, I don't there really is want one. That. There is one redeeming one. So we'll see. We'll see if yeah. you agree with me. But I, okay, I felt the same way, and then I started playing it, and I there's one character I really like. So okay, okay, all right. Yeah, I stopped playing GTA for that reason. I just I couldn't identify with any of the characters. So. <laughs> I know that's not why people play that game, but that's... Yeah, I, you know, I don't really identify with murdering, uh, thieving uh, sleazebags, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope not. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What are you? What's on your Christmas list? All I want for Christmas is a PS4. Oh. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's almost a guarantee at this point. So, that's awesome. Uh, if hey, I don't get one for Christmas, I'm going to buy one myself. <laughs> so that's happening either way. You'll be and, so you know, fed up. Yeah, and you're going to come out ahead actually with all these games uh, that I bought. You're probably going to play some of them yeah, before I yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to break into your house and steal a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying like you'll probably end up playing some of these games before I get to them, which has kind of been the trend. I buy a bunch of games and then I I have this massive backlog and like like well I'm not going to get this to this one for like four months. So you play it, tell me how yeah. it is. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, um, I would say besides the PS4, um, because I'm not a rich man, I'll have to pick one game, not four. Um, I'm probably going to pick up Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm hearing nice. really, really good things about it. It awesome. looks awesome. Sounds like a it's fiscally a, wise choice. Yeah, the most a, amount of gameplay oh, for your yeah, money. So much gameplay. And then it's a you know it's a Bioware game. I got I got to have something to hold me off till the next Mass Effect. So yeah, yeah. It's not even really announced. Well, I guess it is announced, but yeah, we, don't well, it's like, we don't know what it is. We don't know if it's a yeah. sequel or you know whatever. I'm really excited right. for that though. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Um, David. Yes. Your topic, please. Uh, all right. Um, well, my topic is, um, so, have you ever played a game that you loved so much and you never wanted it to end, ever? And uh, so, your, so your, your response is you just don't 
finish it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, this is something I do all the time. Like, I do it with um, TV shows. Like, when I know I've been, like, I've been binge watching and then I know it's about to come to an end, I just stop watching it because <laughs> I don't want it to end. Um, I, I did just, that with Breaking Bad. I did it with uh, 30 Rock. Um, and, yeah, I uh, just did that with Sons of Anarchy. I know it's the final season. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to hold off and yeah. I'll watch it once it's all out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, the weird thing for me is it's not even a conscious decision. It just happens. I just, it just happens. I, it's yeah. Subconsciously, I just stop wanting to watch it. Um, <laughs> I do it with books too. Like I'll get to the, like the last chapter and I'll just stop reading it. And, uh, so anyway, so like, what is a game that you've done this with if you do it? And if you don't do it, why not? So yeah, I've, I've definitely done that. Um, gosh, people are probably tired of hearing me talk about this, but mass effect too, you know, <laughs> played it many times. now I've finished that game and replayed it to death because I liked it so much, but I remember my initial playthrough, I was having so much fun with that game that I started doing like things that were really unfun just because I didn't want to finish the game. <laughs> so my, my poor wife who wants to see how this story ends is like having to watch me mine planets for an hour or two. <laughs> oh, that took so long too. Cause I'm just skinning planets, hoping that I'm going to find, cause and I'm kind of disappointed this disappeared in mass effect three, but mass effect two, when you scanned a planet, you could like find sometimes like a hidden stage to go like run through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went and scanned like every single planet, just hoping for more like little side missions to go do before I had to go finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually listed mass effect two on mine as well. I, uh, I, I remember kind of feeling like I, I loved that these random story missions would pop up as I was playing through. But at the same time, I was like, come on, I got all this other stuff I want to go do. Like, don't don't make me finish this story. I want to go see this side story for this character. <laughs> you know, so like every once in a while, you'd come back from a mission and they'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is going down. We got to go right now. You know, <laughs> like, oh, come on. I want to I was about to go see the robot. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, there was uh, definitely some of that uh, for me in Mass Effect 2. Um, I also put down Nino Kuni, which I could have gone and played the final boss dozens of hours before i did i Mm -hmm. I just kept leveling up and doing all these side missions i did like every side mission in that game um you know and and just even like little side challenge rooms you know i would just go and battle a bunch and like okay now i can do this or now there's just there's no physical uh benefit of going and doing this arena fight but i just did it because now i (laughs) now i've done it you know (laughs) like (laughs) so i definitely did that with both of those games i think the uh rpgs and open world games kind of lend themselves to that uh, Mm -hmm. the most yeah that's true because the other game on my list was arkham city i that was when i started just looking for anything i could find to not go finish the game. yeah it's like batman get over there quick people are gonna die like, yeah, yeah, yeah i just gotta find more of these these riddler trophies <laughs> there's an amazing uh is it is it penny arcade yeah the penny arcade where it's like a oh, man gosh. like he's being accosted and like screaming for help and you see batman in the background and he's like oh man you guys are in for it now and batman just glides over without stopping and he's like no wait and then you see the next frame of batman he's just like holding a riddler trophy like he just ha- he's, he's too busy collecting these things to save that man yeah, that's, oh, that's amazing penny arcade great comic oh um, yeah so my my game is uh actually i have a couple but skyrim is the main one um i loved oh, yeah. that game so much um that i just did not i did not want it to end so like there's this whole i don't even know there's like a whole civil war that happens and i haven't even started that yet um because uh I just 
I so so yeah, so that's the thing. I still haven't beaten Skyrim and I've played it for hours and hours because <laughs> I just don't want it to end. I don't know if it like connects with my Nordic ancestry. For those of you that don't know, I'm Norwegian <laughs> oh, and Skyrim yes, is proud, kind of based on uh, Scandinavia. Yes, a, a proud, proud, Viking. proud Norwegian. <laughs> yes. Um, so I don't know what it is, but I just want to run around in Skyrim for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's funny, the game will still let me do that when I beat it, but I just, I just don't want it to end. It's just not the same. <laughs> yeah. And also I do that with every Mario game. I don't know what that's all about, but I just never, I get to the last world and then I just start going back and finding things that I missed and eventually I beat it, but it always takes me forever because I'm just having too much fun. You, you like to keep your ladies waiting. That's <laughs> right, the just princesses. There stewing. She's stewing in Bowser's castle, and she's like, where's that Mario? He's just like off collecting more coins that he's already collected once. Yeah, and along that topic, <laughs> I kind of don't want the next Mario to be him rescuing the princess, but uh, that's another topic for another day. So, Indeed, indeed. <laughs> All right, um, my topic, the final topic of the show. The final topic. The final topic. The I'm final hearing like, yeah, topic. I'm hearing like keyboard synth. <laughs> I was about to make a final countdown joke, and I'm, I'm so all in love that you guys both need it. <laughs> we all went there. <laughs> all right, my topic is uh, the greatest and best boss battle of all time. Oh. So, what is your favorite boss battle that you've ever done? I can't and I, pick one. I know there. I you know it's okay if you want to pick a few um, okay. or or whatever. But yeah. I will start by just saying uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. The, mm-hmm. the battle, and, and I know what you're thinking, Mike. It's not the one that It's the one with the guy with you. the bees. <laughs> it's not, it's not <laughs> the bees. He controls bees. And it's not the guy. Because Metal Gear is a dumb series. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not the guy that punches lightning bullets at you either. <laughs> I, know, okay. I know who you're going to say, though. <laughs> It's the end. The old, old man, the sniper. Um, he's the guy who's like bald and he's in the wheelchair all the time. He's got this yep. huge Santa Claus beard. Um, <laughs> the end, um, basically, I, I remember getting to this battle and it's this big open forest area. And you know, like it does a little cutscene, like, oh, okay, he's up there on the hill. And you can see a little glint off of his off of his uh, scope. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. And so you, you lay down and you start, and you, you don't have basically no idea how to beat this guy because you're just trying to use your scope and like okay i saw the glint and by the time you get your scope up there and try to shoot him he's already blasted you and you're like ah so you heal yourself you crawl around you eat some snakes or whatever and then you eat some snakes snakes. snakes. and then you uh you know i'm trying all these various routes he keeps finding me and blasting me and i'm like i'm I'm still holding on I, i never died in the boss battle which kind of helps i think when you go through this epic struggle and you never fail which mm. it, it kind of helps the whole experience but yeah i finally figure out after playing for roughly 30 minutes like of fighting this guy i finally figure out that if you get close enough to where he has been recently and you use your thermal goggles you can actually follow his footprints yep, yep. Uh, so once I figured that out, it was like, I was like, yeah, I've got you now. You know? <laughs> like, and I finally tracked him down a few times and blasted him. It was an, just an amazing experience. One, just one of my favorite boss battle gaming moments ever. So that's, now, that's my answer for Adam, it. Adam, would, would you like me to ruin that moment for you? There's, there's a much <laughs> no. easier way to beat him. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. In Mass Effect. Or sorry, Mass Effect. I just want to talk about Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> in Mass Effect 2, Shepard does my thing. Mike, there are other games just other than Mass playing, Effect. Just play Mass Effect. That's how you get past that. Um, <laughs> in uh, in uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, 
<laughs> if you get to the fight with the end and you save your game, jump out of the game and move your system clock forward a few days, you can hop back in and he'll have died of old age. No. Oh, that's crazy. It's, it's a Kojima game. Come on. You know there's going to be weird. That is really oh. crazy. That is so weird. I never, I have never heard about that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Though. But I, I prefer my way. My way was super <laughs> awesome and fun. <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, well, for me, um, uh, oh yeah, sorry, I blanked for a second. Um, my favorite boss battle is, uh, I actually use, uh, so here's a little fun fact. Actually, usually I hate boss battles in games. Um, I just, I, I don't know, they feel antiquated to me. Um, especially like more modern games, boss battles, I don't know. Um, it takes like a lot of creativity for me to like a boss battle. So like, I love the Metal Gear Solid ones because... They usually are pretty creative. Um, yeah, yeah. But the man uh, who shoots bees at you. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. right. Bees are the best kind of uh, <laughs> battle. Anyway, the best projectile. <laughs> um, so one came to mind was the Psycho Mantis battle from Metal Gear Solid Two. Oh, just Metal Gear Solid. Oh, from two. Was it two? Was it I think one? The, one is the one where it he reads one. your memory card and makes yeah. your controller vibrate Sorry. on the floor. Okay. You, you know why I thought it was two is because I'm remembering the GameCube version. Um, oh okay yeah but anyway they're they're both great and just just the way he messes with your mind was really fun and like how you have to like you have to plug in controller to to uh the second port it was just it was fun it was just so cool really creative it's that breaking the fourth wall thing that Kojima yeah. loves to do and yeah. that was kind of him doing that at his best i think is mm-hmm. that the same is that the same battle where like it'll read your memory card for other like yeah. Konami games and yeah. like reference other I games you play you like castlevania and things like that <laughs> Castlevania. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give Dracula my regard. I don't know. I don't remember what he said. But, um, uh, but uh, and then another game, uh, another boss battle came to mind was um, the boss battle of uh, Super Mario World, where you've got these three different stages, and like so, first you're just like, and he, and so I don't know. I don't even remember all the stages, but I remember when I was a kid, just playing i got like i it was like super late at night like 2 a.m or something like new year's eve or something like that and uh you know everyone's gone to bed and i'm just playing super nintendo and finally get to the end and uh um like just this boss battle happens and it's it was just i was i just remember being so invigorated like figuring out his like memorizing all the different steps and then like you know failing a million jillion times and then, <laughs> and then finally, I just I got everything just right, and and I won, and I just felt so satisfied, and um, you know, rescued the princess, and yeah, know, that's awesome, all that awesome stuff, and you know, Bowser, he just deserves to die. So and when when is when is Mario gonna make an honest woman of the princess and become King Mario? That's Serious. my question. <laughs> King Mario. Oh, I want to play that. I want to play I know, King Mario. I want to play King Mario real bad. That's a free <laughs> free game idea for you. Shigeru uh, <laughs> Miyamoto. Miyamoto-san. Yes. Uh, so that's, those are awesome picks. What about you, Mike? Uh, I'm old, so I'm going to go with old games. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's funny, though, because old games usually have the most memorable and best boss battles. They just do. Because, like David's saying, in modern games, it does feel odd sometimes when there's this kind of weird boss battle shoehorned in and mm-hmm. like like imagine if in the last of us uh all of a sudden you had to fight like a 10 story tall infected you know who's <laughs> dropping bombs in a certain pattern and you gotta figure it out and dive yeah. behind a car yeah. in this order yeah for the most part i don't i don't want them in in more modern games but some of the classic ones are, are always fantastic um 
So Adam, you still haven't played this game, which makes me sad. Uh, but Chrono Trigger, the oh, yeah. the battle with Magus is really, really great. Yeah, um, now, to be fair, this is one of my secret shames yeah. that, that I have not played Chrono Trigger. So I did purchase it, and I have it as a PS1 classic on my Vita. So <laughs> I will soon be playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, it's actually one of my shames, too. Like, I've I've started that game a million times, and I've loved it every time, and then I just never play it anymore. How, I don't know what's How is that possible? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's so good. That game is still great. I'm going to go play it next week. <laughs> uh, i know mike just blazes through Chrono Trigger. i really do like, well couple... i've played it too many times so i know where things at so do yeah. you like you just remember everything like every secret yeah so what was what was it about that boss battle though i don't know it was just like i think the first time i played it and i was really young um just the way it was staged you know you walk into this room and it's very a very dramatic scene and megas is all ba he's not even looking he's talking and he's not even looking at you <laughs> you don't even register on his radar uh into that fight and it's just a really fun boss battle that's um, awesome that's a really just fun game in general um one that doesn't need much explanation it was just i thought it was cool especially you know when i was a kid was uh the last battle with uh, kefka and final fantasy 6 uh still the best final fantasy i still haven't oh played my. that one either gosh you guys i know i gotta fired. i want to i want to pick that one up that's, you can get that as the uh, ps1 classic as well so i'm gonna put that on the vita after now I play to be Chrono fair Trigger. i've i don't know if i've ever played the ps1 or ps1 classic version of that game um so hopefully it's you know untouched for the most part because it was great on super nintendo yeah i think uh, they added some like anime cut scenes or something like that uh, man it's unnecessary <laughs> doesn't need to happen Actually, my hope is because uh, I no know full I, motion video though. No. Full yeah. mo- FMV, <laughs> all on the, the FMV. It's all on yeah. the PlayStation disc. It just it's reads PlayStation. It off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so all play yeah. Night Trap and Sewer Shark all day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, FMV. Oh, the Jurassic Park CD-ROM oh, game that I gosh, always wanted I to play one. but never actually got to. It play. was terrible. It was the Sega CD. Yeah, right? no, don't. Yeah, I had the Sega <laughs> CD. It was bad. Everything on that console was bad. <laughs> Um, um, and then my last one that just makes me laugh every time I play it is the the last uh, battle with Glados in Portal, the first oh, Portal. Oh, that is a Come really good I, one. I, I love it. Portal. I 2. almost picked that as my my yeah, favorite. It's so uh, good. Just Portal the, and the, Portal Two, they're both amazing. Yeah, Portal, Portal 2, Two is also amazing. But I, I sat and I thought about it for a while, and I was like, yeah, that first one with Glados, where she's just kind of like taunting you the whole time. Yeah, is uh, it's definitely my probably my favorite boss battle. It's wow. So good. How did I forget those about are, that? Those are solid solid picks for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, end of the show plugs for men. <laughs> that name will just always make me gay. <laughs> Twitter, uh, follow us on Twitter at SBFVGSPodcast. Um, I am Barry White, B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Uh, Mike is Taco Douglas, and David is David J. Tate. Um, also, I'm Barry White on PSN, Xbox Live. Um, do you guys care to share your your PSNs? <laughs> Taco uh, underscore Douglas. Ask oh, me. Right. Ask me if you'd like to add me. No, oh, it's, the same, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same as my PS. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, as my Twitter handle. So. And then, uh, very exciting news. Uh, we have launched a Facebook page. Ooh, yes. exciting! I don't know if you have you heard of Facebook audience. Uh, write us in <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> face. It's not book face. Is That's that like MySpace? Mistake. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like MySpace, but okay. maybe even better. 
Oh, better than MySpace. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> facebook.com slash SBFVGS. Um, you can also find our site. Or we have a little blog where we post links to the shows, uh, the episodes at sbfvgspodcast.wordpress.com. And um, yeah, also David has his YouTube channel, which is super fresh, uh, Sir Dative Gaming. <laughs> it has yeah. fallen into neglect once again, as I've been incredibly busy, but... Uh, once again, I will be posting more stuff uh, someday uh, once work dies down in New York City. That ah, uh, this is the life of a freelancer. So yes, <laughs> if you need any freelance wonderful things to happen in your <laughs> life, then David is your man. So. I'm your man. Yeah, if you ever need any motion graphics or visual effects, uh, hit me up. I'll give you my day rate and uh, we'll talk about it. But I believe the industry terminology is uh, freelance wonderful things, David. <laughs> That, whatever you said, I don't understand any of that. <laughs> Freelance wonderful things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> thank you again to this week's Twitter contributors. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about all the time we have for episode five of Super Best Friends Man, Video episode, Game Sleepover. Hang on. Episode five. Can you believe That's that? all the time. That was all the time, David. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just now we're over time. I just now wanted to overtime. take a moment to Are reflect. Are you paying for this? Are you paying me time and a half? Because you better be. The union will hear of this. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't believe it's five episodes already. We are, we are, uh, it's an institution, this thing. Yeah, yeah. we are now an institution. It's an unstoppable freight train <laughs> of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But that's all this episode, or all the time we have for episode five Woo! of Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover. Thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, we will be back every two weeks with more confounding conjecture on gaming. Hit <laughs> <laughs> us up on Twitter. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. See you guys. Um, the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> How awkward for you. <laughs> you must be so embarrassed. I'm ashamed. Back in my day, Super Mario World was the best.